Good evening, everyone, and welcome in to another edition of Animal Talk. I'm your host, Karen Kalunian, and here we are once again on All About Animals Radio. I always like to give a shout out to Gary, the man behind the scenes who's making this all happen for us. We're here each and every week, Tuesday evenings at 8 p.m., to tell you all about animals, right? That's what this is all about for all of us. We uh, have these big hearts and we want to help as many as we possibly can. I focus mostly on adoptable animals uh, from Rhode Island, where we're based, all the way across the United States to California and hopefully beyond. That's the point of what we do here, trying to help as many as we possibly can. I want to wish you all a happy 4th of July. I hope you had a happy and safe 4th of July. This is a really difficult holiday for lots of animals. Unfortunately, so many go missing. They have, you know, very deep-rooted fear of fireworks and noises. It's very, very sad for so many people. And if you've lost a pet, I do hope that you find it safely. And please, you know, there's so many places out there that can help you if you have lost a pet. So many great resources online. There's lots of social media places that you can post your lost pet. So use every available tool and opportunity that you can to bring your pet home safely. With that being said, we have an amazing guest today with a show that's just going to really hopefully uh, pull at your heartstrings, but also open up your heart to help animals in need. This past week, I've been speaking to a couple of rescues in Connecticut, which is close by to Rhode Island. And one lady connected me with another lady who I connected with another lady. And I'm telling you, talk about teamwork and people who are dedicated to saving animals' lives. This show has got me emotional. And, uh, and I'm sure by the end of the show, you're going to be uh, ready and willing to help in any way that you can. So without further ado, I'm going to be speaking to Chris Lamb today. She's the president of the Connecticut Animal House. And Chris and I, I like to say we, we met by fate. <laughs> and, um, and we uh, really are hoping at the end of the show, we're going to tell you a story about a dog named Finn. But Chris has dedicated so many years of her life to saving animals um, that have been faced with youth, euthanasia and you know severe medical needs. And she just saw a need and decided, I'm gonna try to do what I can to make a difference in the lives of these precious animals. So Chris, I wanna welcome you into the show and I appreciate you taking the time. I know how busy it is with Animal Rescue right now. So tell us a little bit about Chris Lamb and Connecticut Animal House. Well, thank you so much for having me, Karen. I really appreciate it. I'm so excited to be here. Um, Connecticut Animal House began about 12 or 13 years ago. I had been volunteering at my local shelter, um, which was an absolute wreck. It was a place that was built before I was born. And it made me very sad. So I wanted to help the animals there. And um, so for about a year, I kept going to see the chief of police and saying, hi, I'm here again. When are you going to start a volunteer program? And eventually um, they did. And so I began volunteering and we had a lot of animals coming in 
with medical needs. Uh, and municipalities do not have the budgets uh, to do emergency surgeries, et cetera. So um, I started the nonprofit Connecticut Animal House, and we have been a 501c3 organization that has been helping uh, animals in the Connecticut shelters for all these years. And so I just want to tell folks, because not everyone is familiar with how all animal shelters and rescues run, there are 501c3s like yourself, someone who started up a place where you could fundraise and help and, and perhaps rescue and take care of animals and adopt them out yourselves. And there is also, when you say municipal, like a city run or a town run shelter. Yes, city or town run shelter. Yes. Just so folks can follow along with what you're saying. Yes. And so, so um, I'm sorry. No, okay. That's okay. You go right ahead. Uh, many of the towns are very small towns and have little funding. Um, and uh, we like to help them out um, as best we can. Uh, many of the animal control officers reach out to our organization when they have an animal in need. And so many times people don't understand that, you know, with animal control, when they are called, sometimes they're going out to pick up an animal that has been hit by a car or that is stray, stray or lost. And then they take them in. And if they don't find the owner in order to get the animal the help it needs medically, or if they don't just find the owner of the lost or stray animal, then they're faced with the situation of, okay, we can adopt out the animal that's lost or stray. The one that might need the medical attention, like you said, there might not be the funding. So then Thankfully, there's you. <laughs> That's where you come into the picture. Yes, it is. Um, and we've helped a lot of dogs over the years. We really have with some, uh, yeah, crazy medical issues. Um, but it's really important. Um, animal control facilities are required by state statute in Connecticut to provide comfort care. Therefore, if an animal comes in with a broken leg, as long as they are providing the comfort care with pain meds, et cetera, that is all that they are really required to do, which is sad, but that is because of the lack of funds. Um, that we hear this, have. we hear this time after time after time. And it, it's, it's really heartbreaking to think of an animal sitting somewhere, albeit they're getting, like you said, you know, some pain medication or whatever, but they're not getting to the root of the cause of whatever the pain is. And if it's not for organizations like yourself, they're at Connecticut Animal House or so many others that really do go out there and do the grassroots fundraising to help these animals. Uh, You know, they just, it's it's a sad situation. And we don't want to bring this um, down to a sad mode, but it's the reality of what we do in animal rescue and, and raising funds for these precious babies. And so for yourself, Chris, has it always been a love of animals? Is this something that you ever thought would be your career? <laughs> well, actually, so I've always loved animals. We've always had animals growing up. Um, I so I volunteered at the shelter and I really fell in love with the animals and caring them, caring for them and helping out. Um, but, uh, what I was, so my background is, um, fashion merchandising. So then I, I did that for many years and veered off thinking I was going to start a, uh, specialty plant nursery. 
And <laughs> I started volunteering at animal control and that just started me on this whole path. And I love it. I'll tell you, if you've never been able to, or if you've never had the time or the chance to go into an animal shelter, specifically a municipal shelter, because so many of them, like you said, were built before the beginning of time. <laughs> um, you know, and, and when I was a, a kid, and I'm not going to give away my age, <laughs> but if they were called the pound, you'd go to the pound, go to the pound to, to get your first animal. Um, but now, obviously, some many have had upgrades and, you know, they're trying to do their due diligence to take care of the animals um, in their communities. But I think if you can, I encourage people to see if you can visit and ask if you could visit with some of the animals or become a volunteer, because I don't think people realize what a vital part of caring for those animals that that really is. We need the community to get involved. And that's where you started. It is. And I'm so glad I did. Um, it's been the most rewarding thing I've ever done. As well as exhausting. <laughs> it's hard. No doubt about it. It's the hardest job I've ever done. But it, uh, it is. And, and people don't realize it because what happens is if you do get involved as a volunteer, like Chris did originally before founding Connecticut Animal House, you fall in love with these animals and you see the want of love in their eyes and you want to do what you can sometimes you can help and sometimes for whatever reason you can't but at least if you try and I, and I know that everybody can't volunteer so I understand that but that leads me to our next portion of this show where you can donate and donating is such a key component for the care of these animals. And that's why Chris has founded the Connecticut Animal House originally because she saw the need herself. And so many people that are involved with rescue see that need and they say, hey, I can do my part by trying to raise funds or whatever. It's not always about the monetary either because so many places need items, supplies, whether it's food or treats or toys or Blankets, something simple as newspaper. I know many shelters here ask for newspaper because if they have puppies, you need newspapers. Um, so I just, I implore everybody like I do every week here on Animal Talk to do their best, whatever it is in your community or that your community needs for their animals, please try to do your best. And so our little story here with Chris is that I was speaking to, um, another rescue there in Connecticut. And the lady that I was talking with about another dog said, do you think you can help another rescue here that has a dog that's in a municipal shelter that really needs sort of all of us to come together? And that's how I got connected with Chris. And Chris, I'm just going to sort of let you take the story from here because it's a very involved story for this one dog named Finn. And I wish, I wish every dog could get what Finn is getting. I really honestly, truly do, because that's why I do what I do here on Animal Talk. I try to just spread the word. I never intended to be on radio or television or in print. That's, that's not my purpose. My purpose is giving 
my time to try to help these precious animals. And I know that's why Chris is doing what she's doing for Finn. And so I'm going to let her tell you a little bit about how Finn was found and where we're going with him. Thank you so much, Karen. Um, so Finn is a dog that we met um, after an animal control officer called me um, asking for some assistance. Uh, a mutual rescue friend had uh, told me about Finn. And when I went to see him, I was just so sad for this poor boy. Um, his story is uh, a sad one, but we hope to spin that and make it a happy one. Um, he was found in an industrial park um, in an isolated area. He was picked up by animal control. Uh, he obviously, obviously he was abandoned. He was, and it was isolated in that area. So I would say that someone dropped him off, sadly. Um, and so animal control picked him up um, and brought him back to the shelter. Um, he had ulcerating uh, tumors on his body, uh, three really bad ones. Um, he was very thin. Um, you could tell his ears had been cropped with scissors. One is slightly rounded, one is pointy. He had double ear infections probably has some ACL stuff going on. Um, and he was taken to uh, the emergency vet by animal control and they looked him over and uh, cleaned him up. Um, and the animal control officer reached out to us because those tumors needed to be removed. And they're a very small animal control facility and the town does not pay for surgeries, et cetera. Uh, I, I did make an appointment to go see him. Um, and of course I fell in love. He's just the goofiest, cutest boy. He's uh, an American bully mix. Um, white with a split face. So he's got tan on one side, white on the other, crazy, you know, worn down teeth in the front. Um, but he was covered with tumors on his entire body, his entire body. This that just is, I'm sorry. I just, you know, I, for people who are listening, I know this is heartbreaking for you to hear and I need you to stay with us because this is why we do what we do and we're going to help this boy and that's the purpose of our work here and chris's work so as sad as this might sound i need you to stay with us on this because we're going to have some light at the end of the tunnel for this boy and there's so oh, many well. more there's so many more like finn but go ahead continue chris so we of course we said yes we will definitely help him and so i set up uh vet appointments uh we committed to paying for his vet bills several tumors the largest ones were removed um and sent out to pathology um even just getting medicated baths good food getting his ears treated he was so much happier he's really a happy boy um unfortunately the tumors came back 
has something called cutaneous lymphoma. And, you know, that's not a good cancer to have. Um, so we did take him um, for an oncology consult. Um, it's very hard with dogs that come into animal control because you really, you're trying to figure out, you know, should, should you put them through this? Is it better to let him go? I've learned through the years that when I meet the animal, I go with my gut. And my gut told me that Finn deserves a chance. And yes, and yes. I love that you just said that because so many times, you know, we get differing opinions and even sometimes veterinarians can have different, yes. different opinions. But for us, when we actually meet and look in the eyes and the face of the animal, something in our gut tells us which direction to go. And I love that you say that you're going with your gut for Finn. I have, I, I've done that ever since I started. Um, and, you know, it hasn't really failed me. Uh, he wanted, he wants to live. He is living. He is such a happy boy now. Um, you know, he jumped up on me and started talking to me at the shelter. And I really felt like he was saying, Chris, get me out of here. <laughs> yes, yes. I love that you know, so much. And you know and what? I, I wish him, and I'm, trying, I'm trying. And I, yes. I bet you that's exactly what he was saying, Chris. Yes, I think he was. Um, so we did, um, we did have the oncology consult um, and they told us about several different chemos that they felt, you know, would help him. We understand he's not going to live forever, but the oncologist really feels that he can have a, a good bit of time um, and a happy life. So we have committed to getting him the chemo um, and finding him a foster um, so he can get out of the shelter. Um, he's, his first chemo is tomorrow. So we are really hoping that he tolerates that well. Generally, animals do. Uh, chemo's come a long way for animals. Um, and this guy deserves it. If you met well, him, you would love him. <laughs> well, I am definitely planning on meeting him uh, because I, I was so thrilled to be able to connect you with Heather from Handsome Dan's Rescue here, right here in Rhode Island, where Animal Talk is based. Yes. And you're in Connecticut. So I was happy to make that connection because you can speak to what Heather just said to you on the telephone because all of this has just been happening in real time. Heather just went to go meet Finn because she wants to do her part as a pit bull uh, rescue here in Rhode Island. And she knows the work that you're going to try to do with Finn. So tell us how that connection has all worked out. So Heather has been great. Uh, Heather from Handsome Dan's Rescue in Rhode Island has been, been fantastic. She actually just met Finn. We were on the phone. And of course, she fell in love with him, which I knew she would. Um, he's exactly, you know, Heather's type of dog that she loves. Um, and they did an assessment to see how he was um, with another dog that they brought. Um, he's still intact. 
we didn't neuter him because he's going through so much. We just felt, you know, that's the least of his problems at this point. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. He is, he was very um, humpy with the other dog, shall we say. <laughs> just to put it in, just to put that right out there. <laughs> I know, but everyone knows what that means. Um, but he was very curious about the other dogs. Um, we really feel because of what he's going through that he should either be an only dog in the home or go to an experienced home where he can be, have his separate area. Space. Um, and you yeah, know, it, a lot of it, Chris, best. like you just said, a lot of it could be, I know personally, as a human, if I don't feel good, the last thing I want to do is interact with other people. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, like you said, part of it could be that, but that's okay too. If Finn wants to be, you know, the only king of his castle, we, we come across many dogs like that, that have never really been properly socialized. Uh, so, Hey, we can find, we can find this boy, the perfect foster home. I'm sure. I know that we can. Yes. Yes. And so that's okay. <laughs> and, and so for Heather, what is she going to be doing as part of this team between Connecticut Animal House and Animal Talk, as well as Handsome Dan's? So Heather is helping us. Uh, she helped us with the evaling him with another dog. And Handsome Dan is also going to promote him for the fundraiser. Uh, chemo is very expensive. And the oncologist felt that the chemo that would uh, be the best for Finn's um, lymphoma is of course the most expensive. So he will need to start chemo and go back every three weeks uh, to have additional chemo. We, um, we're not sure how many treatments he's going to have. We're hoping to put him into remission. Um, as you can tell, when you're an animal rescue, things can get very busy at any given time. <laughs> and I'm sure that Chris is facing that right at this very moment. I am. I'm so sorry about that. So sorry all the time. That. I do. It's, it's my life. Okay. That's okay. When you're, when you're saving animals' lives, we can appreciate the phone ringing and the busy, the busy life that you lead because you're doing great work there at Connecticut Animal House. Again, if you're just tuning in or you've been listening to us, we're speaking to Chris Lamb from Connecticut Animal House. And we're talking about a dog named Finn that between myself, Karen with Animal Talk and Chris at Connecticut Animal House and Heather at Handsome Dan's, we have all put our resources and teamwork together. We are working to give this dog the best days for whatever time he has left. So Chris, go ahead, continue on about Heather's help here and the plight of the fundraiser. Yeah, so Heather, uh, Handsome Dan's is a very well-known rescue. Um, we're so excited that Heather has agreed to, uh, to help Finn. Um, the expression, it takes a village, well, it really does for some of these animals. Um, there's a lot of moving parts that we have to figure out um, and finding uh, foster for Finn is one of the biggest ones. Um, we really need, you know, what we consider a hospice foster. Obviously we have no idea, you know, how long Finn will 
be with us. Um, so we are looking for someone that may have had a, a hospice foster before, um, someone that um, is comfortable with bully breeds, um, and someone that understands that they are giving Finn a gift by fostering him. Um, yes, that very well said. And I, I'm, we're looking for someone with the biggest heart that can handle the situation. It's not always easy because Finn will be coming to your home. You're going to be caring for him, not only mentally and physically, but also medically. So, and whoever does take Finn under their wing, I'm sure is going to fall in love with him because from what you've said, and now I've just received a text from Heather who has told me that he's wonderful. Uh, <laughs> you're going to, whoever does take him is going to fall in love with him for sure. And it's going to be a difficult, but let me tell you, it will be probably the most rewarding thing that you ever do in your life. So if you are in the Connecticut, Rhode Island Massachusetts area. We're really looking for someone in that area because of his treatment. This whoever does take him will have to take him for his chemo. And how often will that be, Chris? Uh, right now, um, the oncologist said every three weeks. Um, and we will see how he does with his first chemo tomorrow. Um, the oncologist feels he will do well with it. Um, Connecticut Animal House and Handsome Dan's were fundraising for his chemo treatments because they are very expensive. And, you know, this is the way our organizations can help animals like Finn. Um, you know, uh, the support from the public is, is huge for us. Um, that's how we do what we do. Um, and it is a team effort. Um, but I, once again, I want to say when you take an animal as a hospice foster, it is difficult because you know that they will leave you someday. But Finn doesn't deserve to die in a shelter. He's happy. He wants to be someone's friend and he wants a big bucket list. Before. <laughs> he's gonna get it he's gonna he get wants, it he wants to ride in a convertible he wants ice cream he wants it all <laughs> we're gonna make sure we're gonna really do our best to make sure that he gets that and so while we're on the subject of the fundraising and i just really want people to sort of understand the cost and yeah. what you personally with connecticut animal house are taking on as far as uh the monetary cost of this because I know it's huge and I if you tell people you know what you're thinking and where this is going as far as how much money is needed to be raised because it's it's really really important to make sure that you know someone all of this just doesn't fall on your your 501c3 there because this is where the public can come out and I mean people don't understand if someone donates five dollars five dollars goes such a long way I it mean it, the smallest amount, it all adds up. It's all important. Everyone does what they can do, you know, and, and we appreciate that. And that's how we can help animals like Finn. Um, Connecticut Animal House will be, so I just want to explain how the fostering will work. Um, the cost of Finn's care, the chemo cost, uh, 
and all of the other medical will be covered by our organization, which is why we are fundraising for him. Um, so everything, all the items he needs will, they'll be provided by us to the foster. To, to whoever takes him yeah. into foster. Whoever takes him, yes. And what is yes. the cost for each individual chemo session? So they could not give me an exact amount, but it is, it's over $2,000. And depending on, you know, the extras for, you know, nausea, administration, all that stuff, mm -hmm. it can be about $2,500. So that is okay. not inexpensive, of course. Um, but we did feel that if we were going to commit to Finn, we wanted to give him the best chance by choosing the most appropriate chemotherapy. Right. And also included in that cost of that medical care above and beyond is going to be, you will be supplying food for him. Yes. Any extra toys, anything, right. yes. anything he needs. Um, so it really is, uh, you know, the foster will provide uh, the care, the love, um, and the heart, the heart in the home is oh, what I say. It's so important. <laughs> when, when you don't feel good, just like with people, you want someone to love you and care for you. And it's the same with animals. They want the same thing. That's right. And so I, we're not going to get into a prognosis because in my heart, I feel like once Finn gets settled in somewhere and he's getting the best of the best medical attention, he might fool us all. And that's that's our hope at the end of this. Exactly. And, but I also want folks to know um, there's been a ton of photos taken of him, some of which are very graphic and and actually uh, heartbreaking to look at, but we are going to share those with people so that you can see um, the condition that he was in. And we hope to send folks pictures as he progresses and maybe even starts to look better once his care is, you know, sort of uh, starting to happen, which will happen on the day that this show actually airs on Tuesday evening. And then on Handsome Dan's rescues Facebook page and Instagram. I'm sure they're going to be posting a lot about him. Heather has just sent me a video that she took with him and he looks absolutely adorable and so happy. I like to say he looks like a wiggle butt. <laughs> <laughs> he is. And then also on, we're speaking with Chris Lamb of Connecticut Animal House once again, and she's going to be sharing all sorts of information about him as well. And we will too on Animal Talk, as well as All About Animals Radio. I know that Gary will be sharing the plight of Finn's uh, healthcare and recovery and hopefully, you know, a longer term life than we're expecting for him. But again, I just want to emphasize Finn is just one of so many animals out there that need help. We have just been fortunate enough to connect all of us together, Connecticut Animal House, Handsome Dan's Rescue, Animal Talk. You know, the, the three of us together are really just going to do our best. And we're hoping who's ever listening out there, who knows, maybe someone just says, you know what, I'm very fortunate. I have the funds. I just want to help save this dog or do the best that I can. And maybe 
there could be just one person out there that's listening that says, I'm going to just take this on and I'm going to make a difference in this dog's life. But then again, like Chris and I just said, you might be listening and say, I'm an animal lover. You know, I'm finding it tough financially right now, but you know what? I'm going to forego the fancy coffee today and I'm going to donate my $5 to help Finn in his recovery because after all this poor dog was found in a remote area and who knows I mean you just don't know people's situations I mean they might have had this dog and loved this dog but they too might have been found themselves in a terrible way that's you know that's obviously no reason to dump the dog there is help out there but I in what I do, I have so many people that reach out all the time and say, I've been trying to rehome my dog or I've been reaching out to shelters. Everybody's full. I mean, we're faced with so many things in animal rescue and sheltering that it's, it's really difficult. It's difficult times for folks too. And, and that's what, you know, we're going to try to do here is make a difference on animal talk, whether it's, you know, you have a dog that's not well, or you have a dog that you need to rehome or you're, actually maybe even looking to adopt or foster. Like in Finn's case, he needs someone very special to step up and give him the love and the care that he needs. And from what Chris was saying, you know, it's not going to be an easy road right off the bat. Right, Chris? No, it won't. Um, we, you know, we, we are hoping for the best for Finn. Um, we can't, we can't know what is ahead, um, but we are giving him um, the best opportunity, um, we can. Um, and I really feel strongly that that is, that is a worthwhile cause, um, for Finn. Um, it, it's a gift. I'll say it again. It's a gift when someone can foster a dog in need and help a dog in need, an animal in need. Um, they deserve it. It really truly is. And, and this is, again, what we are trying to do here is just showcase these animals in the best way that we possibly can, whether it's here on the Animal Talk Show on All About Animals Radio or in print media, on television, social media. And we ask that once we do the post for Finn on all of our social media, if nothing else, we're gonna ask that you please share it because sharing in my opinion, is caring. And if that's the only thing that you can do, we so appreciate that as well. And I know that you'll find that too, Chris, with other dogs that you have up for adoption at Connecticut Animal House. Maybe you can even speak about a couple of the ones that you have currently available so that in case someone is not able to take on someone like Finn, they might be looking to adopt. Who do you have available now? So right now um, we have Blake. I have Blake with me. I'm fostering Blake. He's a big gray velvet pit bull mix. Um, he's about two and a half. Um, he's good with other dogs and he even likes kitties. Um, he was a dog we took from animal control um, when they called on a holiday weekend um, to say that he looked as though he had been hit by a car and he also had a full urinary blockage and needed emergency surgery. So of course we said, yes, we'll take care of it. And that was addressed and we took him into the rescue. So he is available and we also have Dottie. 
Dottie is a boxer pit mix. Um, she's about six now. Um, she was with her adopters um, for many years. Um, we had her when she was very young and sadly both um, of her adopters passed away within a month of one another. So we stand by our dogs and um, the family reached out to ask if we could help. Um, so we took Dottie back into the rescue. Um, both of those dogs are available. Um, and if you want more information about um, the dogs that we have for adoption, you can go to our website at ctanimalhouse.org and it will um, give you the link to adopt a pet and you can see the dogs that we have available. Well, both sound wonderful. I love that you described the first guy, Blake, there as velvet <laughs> <laughs> because I know exactly what you mean. And if anyone has a velvety dog, you know what she means as well. Yes. And the second dog there sounds like such a sad story because she probably felt like she was in her forever home and I'm sure she was, but again, yes unforeseen circumstances in people's exactly. lives. And this is what happens, but I'm so happy that you there at Connecticut Animal House stand behind your animals and you are always willing to take them back because that's such a key thing to rescue too. And I mean, I know for uh, many of the rescues here that I, I deal with in Rhode Island and nearby Connecticut and Massachusetts, they all feel the same. Those animals become part of your family. So if for some reason, it doesn't work out in their home or the owners pass away or there's a, a, an illness or for whatever reason, you're always willing to take them back. And that just makes my heart happy for the animals and for the work that you do there. And again, I just want folks to um, really, if you haven't been listening to the whole story here today, just we're going to tell you once again to check out Connecticut Animal House, Handsome Dan's Rescue. Maybe next week I'll even have um, Heather on the show or within the next few weeks we'll have Heather on and she can talk about uh, Finn again so that we can keep him sort of in the limelight while he goes through his treatment and care. And we're looking for a very compassionate person to take this sweet little man into their lives and just give him everything that he possibly deserves at this point. I wish we could do more for so many more animals that are out there, but spreading the word and telling friends and family about this particular dog and any other dog, even if you are listening to us in uh, Texas or New Hampshire, or Colorado or California, wherever you are listening to us, there might be a dog just like Finn waiting in a shelter near you. And you can sort of be that conduit for that dog, that voice. We always say, be the voice for the voiceless. I only wish that Finn could talk to us, Chris, I, although you said he I did talk too. to you. <laughs> he did talk to me. He did a little woo, 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 woo. Yes. So <laughs> and he was like, please, talk. please yes. help me. Please help yes. me. And I, I wish they could actually tell us their story and the history and, and how he ended up where he did and a little bit about his background. But just by you meeting him and Heather from Handsome Dan meeting him and me seeing his photo, which touched me so deeply. Um, I just feel like 
this boy has hit the jackpot. And I only wish this for so many more out there like him. And I know that shelters right now are not only full from animals being surrendered or especially at this during this time of the year with the 4th of July and fireworks, they're going to be filled with animals that have been lost or strays. So really, this is a vital time of the season to get out and and try and help as much as you can. And again, it all all it takes is one little click of a button on your computer or your cell phone to just share. That's it. Those sometimes you don't realize how much you're helping by just doing that little act of kindness, I call it. So Chris, once again, I just want to thank you for taking the time today. I know how busy you are with the rescue and especially now with Finn under your care. Um, getting him to the perfect home and and doing all the work that we have ahead of us for him, all of us together. Thank you for everything that you do for all animals. And I appreciate you just as a person. And um, I know you have a huge heart. Uh, it's emotional. Um, it is emotional. But it. Um, I, I really, we've taken so many sad stories and flipped them to happy endings. and. That's what I want to do for Finn. He deserves it. Thank you once again. And again, we spoke to Chris Lamb from Connecticut Animal House. And this story about Finn is just the beginning. And like Chris just said, we're hoping for a really terrific, happy ending for Finn. Thanks again, Chris. And we'll talk again soon. Thank you. And if I could just say, if you want information on the fundraiser and fostering um, right now, you can go to Handsome Dan's Rescue. They're on Instagram. Heather has posted him up there. And our website is ctanimalhouse.org. You can also go to our website. And I'm we so will. Thankful, Karen. Yes. Thank you so much. You make a difference in the lives of animals. You really do. And Thank you, Gary. <laughs> um, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much, Chris. And and like I said, teamwork. Teamwork makes the dream teamwork. work. And we're, we're going to do it. Great. Thank you so much. <laughs> you take care. So Bye. if anyone out there has listened to Finn's story, we're hoping that um, today is a, is a new day for Finn. We will keep you updated. Tonight, today he gets his first treatment and we will be posting all about Finn and other dogs like Finn as always on Animal Talk. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram and now on Twitter. So please just open up your heart if you can and help animals in need wherever you are. I want to thank Gary once again from All About Animals Radio for giving us this opportunity here on Animal Talk. I'm your host, Karen Kalunian. Be safe. We will chat with you again next Tuesday evening at 8 p.m. Have a great week.